0: guys welcome to the boom tequila podcast with your hosts I'm Aaron
1: and I'm Jody if you guys have been listening to us for a while now you know that Aaron and I are actually time travelers first we went back to the early 2000s twice actually then the 90s and now we're going to go back even farther today's episode is all about the 1980s well pop culture in the 80s. We're not going to go over everything. The 1980s revolutionized pop culture due to its amazing and sometimes kind of horrifying styles and trends. What kind of pop culture things do you think of when you think of the 80s, Erin?
0: I think of, sorry, right now, all I can think of is like <laughs> us time traveling because you were talking about us being time traveling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that. Well, we did <laughs> so our our like group of friends is we're really into like doing themes for things, like themes for parties and stuff. And for our Friendsgiving mess, which we do like Friendsgiving and then Christmas, where we like exchange gifts and stuff all together. Anyways, for our theme this last year, we did 80s, which was so fun. So fun. But I think um, of
0: shoulder pads.
1: Yeah. Because I love my, I love shoulder pads. I was going to say, that's like your definite thing that you, you've you taken
0: from the 80s. You love your shoulder pads. I, I, I don't even like wear them. Um, Like you'd think it's like my signature. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, uh, shoulder pads, the teased hair, crimping, and um, mullet hair bands. That's I what it. I think of.
1: I love it so much. Like those are probably my favorite TikToks that I see when I'm scrolling is the people that still dress like the eighties and have their rooms set up like the eighties with that, like how they decorate and everything. I just love that, that nostalgia of it just takes you back. We have
0: different FYPs. I've never, you have never, it.
1: Talk. Oh man. Yeah. I saw people were talking the other day about how, um, a lot of lives are coming up on their for you page and it's people like just their face, but they're obviously getting railed from behind. What? I've never came across any of those. I've just seen people talking about them. <laughs> have you? Seen Are you trying sure TikTok and not OnlyFans? It's t-
0: it's definitely TikTok. <laughs> no, I haven't I have
1: seen any. Seen I don't that. know if like maybe it's a conspiracy theory.
0: It's not. How real. would you do like, that? I don't so know. Cre- I, that's so embarrassing for whoever's doing that. That's really embarrassing. It's terribly embarrassing. Yeah. So
1: don't don't do that, guys. I mean, I, I, unless you're really into that, I don't know, but if I was going to give any advice, I would say that
0: has to be not. a
1: violation of the community guidelines. Yeah, like,
0: you, would if you so. can't drink a white claw on your live, you definitely can't be like, what you, can't you say, a- getting railed from behind? You can't, yeah, you can't drink a white claw on live. <laughs> no, you can get, um, you can, uh, anything like I, there's certain things, like if you're drinking, I'm not sure if language goes into it, but um, any nudity, like people will get banned from doing lives if they show too much skin that TikTok deems inappropriate. The rules have gotten kind of cray. Wow, oh, wow, and Harvard's monitor is kind of crazy too. Yeah, anyway,
1: anyway, my favorites are the ones that, that people like are still living well in
0: the 80s.
1: Yeah, no, not the real. <laughs> I'm trying to watch
0: porn all day. <laughs> all right. Let's start this off by talking about music. So obviously for most people, the first thing you might think of is MTV. MTV was launched in the 80s and music videos had a huge effect on the record industry. New wave and synth pop became a popular phenomena throughout the decade, which basically means a synthesizer was the dominant instrument used in songs.
1: So while we're on the topic of music we're going to go over the top five best songs from the 80s according to a random website that I came across that I don't remember what it is but I'll find it for you if you want
0: I do okay, just- okay. so number five is like a virgin hey. I don't by Madonna um, released in 1984 and is listed in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's list of 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. Was that the one where she had the video that was like um, real controversial?
1: I think she wear where she wears like the wedding dresses, right?
0: That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Number four is Straight Out of Compton by N.W.A. This was the title track on their debut album, and it basically announced the arrival of West Coast rap in the most aggressive way imaginable. It changed the game for music at the time when big hair rockers were dominant.
0: And then number three, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. In 1987, at just 23 years old, Whitney has had already been able to to radiate warmth and positivity through her voice. All these years later, the song is still a huge hit and a top choice for karaoke.
1: So you should sing it for us. I like I it better when you, when you sing the songs, when you do them.
0: I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody this okay. when we're on live, I can't knock your teeth out with the microphone. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. It's the only way we're doing karaoke. Anymore. I would yeah. never pick a song to do karaoke too. First of all, I can't sing, as you just witnessed. Second of all, I mean, if I, like you better be confident or drunk, one of the two to pick a Whitney Houston song.
1: Did we <laughs> ever tell the story course, about talented. the last time we karaokeed? Long story short, we were drunk in a bar-, a bar for a friend's birthday party. And listen, like when me and Aaron do things like we go hard and so hard, she knocked, uh, she didn't knock my tooth out, but she chipped my tooth with her microphone. It was fun though. It was a good time. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> so that's why we will only do karaoke through Zoom calls now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. And number two, Beat It by Michael Jackson. Obviously, you can't have a top 80 song list without MJ on it. His music speaks for itself, so we don't really have to go over it.
0: And then number one is Purple Rain by Prince. Prince was such an icon in the 1980s that we could only have his hit music on this list and it would still be correct. Oh, like we could only.
1: Yeah, just have the top five be his song. Gotcha. Yes
0: his uncanny vocal ability to switch from guttural to falsetto what is guttural
1: it's like Wah. yeah oh like <laughs> I, love <that. laughs>
0: I love that thanks or is it like growling like in yeah the like the growly
1: like <laughs> oh
0: okay <laughs> give it to me baby all right <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways um his unmatched ability to absolutely slay a guitar solo this song purple rain remains an impact today as much as it did 40 years ago
1: i agree i loved prince i don't know but he
0: was weird too like didn't his name like they did like a artist formerly known as prince because he changed his name to some symbol that was supposedly like had some really like i think so
1: who knows who knows
0: i don't know what it meant
1: yeah Some more notable pop artists are Janet Jackson, Bobby Brown, George Michael, and Wham, The Police, Queen, Cool and the Gang, Billy Joel, Hall and Oates, Kenny Rogers, The Rolling Stones, and so,
0: so many more. Rock music in the 80s was defined and split into sub-genres with glam metal, alternative rock, heavy metal, hardcore punk, death metal, and arena rock.
1: ACDC, Def Leppard, Kiss, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, Quiet Riot, Scorpions, Rat, Twisted Sister, Cinderella, White Snake, and a ton more were among the most popular rock bands of the 80s. The arena rock trend that started in the 70s continued into the 80s with bands like Styx, Aerosmith, Journey, Arios, Speedwagon, and Foreigner.
0: And the 1980s brought forth quite a few new country artists that are still relevant today. Randy Travis, Dwight Yoakam, Ricky Van Shelton, and Keith Whiteley, just to name a few. Ricky Skaggs and George Strait had their first big hit in 1981, and Reba McIntyre had hers in 1980, followed by 15 more number one hit singles throughout the decade. Reba did? Yeah. She's such a badass.
1: I love Reba. I want to know what the deal is. I see all these memes about her and like corn dogs. I don't know if she probably said something one time about like, I like corn dogs and people just went crazy with it. But I just, I love Reba. She's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Corny dogs. More new country traditionalists like Clint Black, Garth Brooks, Lori Morgan, and Travis Tritt also had their first big hits. And I can't let us just skip over Ricky Van Shelton without talking about him a bit. He's literally what brought me to Nashville and the Grand Ole Opry in the first place way back, literally probably in the early nineties. My grandma was obsessed with him. I can't even tell you how many times I've met him. I mean, she would literally talk on the phone to his mom all the time. And he was the first country artist that I ever met. I remember one time we went over to my grandma's house. And she was on the phone with somebody. And every time like family or whatever would go over there, she would hang up the phone right away and like visit with us. And this time she didn't hang up. And my dad was kind of like teasing her. Like, aren't you going to like, are you going to visit with us? What, you know? And she looks at him and she goes, I'm talking to Ricky Van Shelton's mom. And my dad was like, you can't be calling these people. Like you're going to, they're going to get a restraining order or something. And she goes, um, she called me. So
0: that's. I love your grandma. Yeah.
1: So that was really cool. Um, And also Ricky Van Shelton had more than 20 singles on Billboard Hot Country Charts. So, yeah, let's move on to movies. The top five grossing films of the 1980s are
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark in 1981 uh, grossed 245 million.
1: Yeah, at number four, Batman
0: <laughs> from 1989 grossed $251 million. Then The Empire Strikes Back in 1980, $290 million. Is that a Star Wars movie?
1: Yeah, I think so. I've never seen any of these except for number one, and I've only seen it like one time. I don't even really remember it. But number two is Return of the Jedi from 1983, and that grossed $309 million.
0: And then at number one, we have E.T. in 1982, and that grossed $792.9 million.
1: Jeepers. The 1980s started by continuing the blockbuster boom of the mid-1970s. Many extremely high-grossing films, and some still considered among the greatest films of all time. Return of the Jedi, Superman 3, and Indiana Jones are just a few. I've also never seen any of those, but anyway, a few of my absolute favorite movies came from the eighties and are considered rite of passage movies. The Breakfast Club, St. Elmo's Fire, Say Anything, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Days Off, and Flashdance are a few that I still actually watch occasionally.
0: A few more worth mentioning are Back to the Future, the trilogy, Fatal Attraction, The NeverEnding Story, Princess Bride, Ghostbusters, The Karate Kid, field of dreams and rain man and some incredible
1: horror movies like the evil dead the thing the shining friday the 13th nightmare on elm street child's play aliens gremlins the lost boys and beetlejuice i feel like Uh, like the really like the best horror movies came out of the 80s like those are i
0: didn't watch any of those horror movies no my brother likes beetlejuice though
1: yeah um
0: like he has like a bunch of Beetlejuice shirts and stuff. I love Beetlejuice.
1: those <laughs> those like black and white striped bell bottoms that I wore in Nashville. I think the last time we were there, everyone was like, those. Oh,
0: Beetlejuice pants. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. <Okay. laughs> People don't understand fashion. That's the real problem. They don't get it. Thinking of fashion. Yeah. That's what we're talking about next. (laughs) And fashion in the 1980s definitely stood out. Designers were not afraid of bright neon colors, velvet and velour. And women loved dressing in loud clothes, big accessories like hoop earrings, scrunchies, fingerless gloves, leg warmers, fanny packs, and large sunglasses. And both women and men teased their long hair. I love it. Like I, the extra, I the extra ness. I'm here for all of that. I, not so much the. Men. I know mullets are coming back, and like, don't hate me. Whatever you can <laughs> hate me if you want to. But like, I'm not tremendously a fan of like long hair on dudes.
1: I do love mullets. Like I, I don't know. And I love. I seriously wish that like the big perms and the big sprayed bangs. I love that. I wish that would come back.
0: See, I think if you had to pick, like, bald or like long hair and a mullet, Jody, I feel like you would take the mullet in a heartbeat, and I would take the bald.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because I don't Absolutely. care if he's bald, but like, I don't. I'm just not super into it.
1: It's just not for you. No, it's okay. It's not for most people. So, before Joe Jam, I want to talk about some pop culture big news that happened each year throughout the 1980s. In 1980. John Lennon was assassinated in New York City. And in 1981, the cable network MTV was launched.
0: In 1982, Japan began selling the first CD players. In 1983, Motorola introduced the first mobile phones to the United States. I didn't know they were that old. Like I, I know, know I was
1: thought the 90s. Phones. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. In 1984, MTV had the first VMAs or Video Music Awards. In 1985, Michael Jordan was named the NBA's Rookie of the Year.
0: In 86, mad cow disease was identified for the first time. I didn't realize that. I thought that came around way later.
1: <laughs> See, I thought that was something from like years and years ago. I thought it was like the 50s, 40s, <laughs> but I guess not. So funny. <laughs> mad cow disease
0: this is so funny. Okay. Um, in 87, <laughs> contact lenses were first sold.
1: In 88, Die Hard was released and made Bruce Willis a star, which is a Christmas movie. In 1989, the Nintendo Game Boy was released.
0: Interesting. And now, it's time for Joe Jam! Woo! So, for
1: Joe Jam this week, we are going to stay with our 1980s theme, and we're picking our favorite 80s songs. And it was really difficult for me to do, but I just went with you know, the most typical 80s song that comes to a lot of people's minds when you think of it. And it's one of my absolute all-time favorites. It is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. What do you got, Aaron?
0: So I have to be honest when you were like, what's your favorite song from the 80s? I had to do some Googling because I don't feel like I know a lot of 80s music no? and I should. And the first thing that comes to mind when I think of 80s music is like um Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses. But to be honest, that's it's not stuff that I really listen to. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I did some research. And since we we kind of talked, I know we talked earlier about some of the music from the 80s, but we didn't talk about rap. So I'm gonna throw this out there because it was something that I learned when I was trying to find a Jojo Yes. <laughs> 80s. And I thought it was really interesting. There was This woman named MC Chirac, who um, started rapping and she was like in one of the first rap groups and she's known as like the mother of rap. And anyways, I thought that was really interesting. And then there was this other there was this girl named Roxanne. And this was in the early 80s. And it was when rap was first starting to kind of become known as a genre in the mainstream, which happened in the late 70s to early 80s. And so there was this girl named Roxanne and they had this big kind of like rap battle almost. And it was, they called it Roxanne's Revenge. And they had Roxanne go up against so they had like this whole lineup and it was like a dude against Roxanne another dude against Roxanne so like one side of the the roster was all Roxanne against all these dudes and she had this and they were freestyling or whatever and she just bodied them just one after another but then they got to the end and she I mean she was getting tens across the board she was just literally killing it they got to the end on the last dude and she had gotten like nines and tens across the board. And the last judge gave her like a four so that she would lose the battle because they said that it wasn't the skill-wise she didn't win, but because they couldn't have, a, she was only 17. They were like, rap is just starting to like get some, be taken seriously as a genre of music. And we can't have our best you know, rapper in the game, be a 17 year old female. Ooh. So I was like, oh, this sucks!" like fucking patriarchy, man. Right. But <laughs> anyways, Roxanne is a badass. And so is NC shit rock, but I didn't see songs from them that were released because um, I think they just, yeah, it was super, super challenging as a woman back then. Okay, so I am going to throw out, and I'm sure everyone's heard of this song. It is Push It by Salt-N-Pepa, which was released in 1986. And they definitely paved the way for a lot of female artists and whatnot to come.
1: I remember getting their CD as a kid and it was explicit. So my parents took it away from me and wouldn't let me have it. I loved them though. Yeah. I didn't know that came out in the eighties. I always thought the
0: nineties. So that's pretty interesting. So yeah, check those out guys. Yeah. Okay. And now it's time
1: to dish 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 today. We oh, are going God. to be playing pop culture trivia in the 1980s.
0: Woo. I'm going to Dude, it's, it's a hard one like I I, as I, I, I don't about, know anything about the 80s I feel like so
1: well you're gonna learn you're gonna learn <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready yes and they're all like pick ones it's not you know you have to just come up with an answer Oh, then I'll be yeah. pretty good it's either a or b so you got a 50 50 chance okay okay so are you ready yes okay Which actor was originally cast to play Marty McFly in the movie Back to the Future? A, Eric Stoltz or B, John Cusack?
0: Eric Stoltz.
1: Yes. Woo! What year? I don't
0: know who that is, but. I don't either. (laughs) Very good at guessing.
1: (laughs) What year was the album Purple Rain released? A, 1986 or B, 1984?
0: 84. Yes. You're doing so good because we had that in one of our other songs already earlier in the show. Where
1: did the 1988 winter Olympics take place? A Lake Placid, New York, or B Calgary, Canada,
0: Canada. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're doing so good. I'm good at guessing.
1: All right. What is the total number of dots in the Pac-Man maze? A, 244, or B, 196?
0: Nobody knows this. (laughs) 244.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. In The Breakfast Club, which song plays during the opening credits? A, Didn't I Tell You, or B, Don't You Forget About Me?
0: Didn't I Tell You.
1: Ma'am, have you not seen The Breakfast Club? Don't you forget about me. Don't you forget about me. I thought that was the closing. No. I thought it was like a quick
0: question. I think it's like a a quick question.
1: It's the opening credits, right? Now you got me questioning. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. What was the name of the dog in the sitcom Punky Brewster? A Brandon or B Charlie?
0: And Brandon, Charlie. (laughs) It's Charlie, right? No, it's Brandon. It was Brandon. (laughs) Here's my dog Brandon. I know, (laughs) and my cat
1: Linda. (laughs) I even googled that to be sure, and I was like, "Really? Is that really okay?" (laughs) All right. Which Madonna song ranked number two on Billboard list of the year-end Hot 100 songs in 1985? A. Like a Virgin or B. Crazy for You.
0: Crazy for
1: you? No, like a virgin.
0: Oh, because you said number two, so I was like, "Like a virgin was number one, maybe." Oh well. Oh well. Wrong. <laughs> I guess uh, my my guess, my good guesses on things I don't know can only go so far. <laughs> yeah. I think you're still like,
1: you're still doing good. You're still winning.
0: Like at least. Any-
1: in 16 Candles, what kind of car does Jake Ryan's dad drive? A, a Mercedes Benz, or B, a Rolls Royce?
0: A Rolls Royce? Yes. Yes. I've never seen that movie, but what? I felt like the Rolls Royce was where it's at. Oh, my, God, oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> All right. How
1: many Grammy Awards did Whitney Houston win throughout the 80s? A, two, or B, six?
0: Six.
1: No, two.
0: What? Oh, she won more in
1: the 90s, probably. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. She definitely deserved all of them. Who plays Ducky in Pretty in Pink? A. John Cryer or B. Matthew Broderick?
0: John Cryer? Yes! Awesome.
1: How many Star Wars films were released in the 1980s? A. Three (laughs) or B. Two? Three. It was two and i've i've never seen a star wars film in my whole life
0: me either or a star trek because no. apparently if you mix them up it's like a, a deal for people who are into it
1: i guess i don't i wouldn't know i would know that. maybe difference. i need to
0: date someone who's in a star wars and so i can watch you <laughs> <Ew>, i'm kidding <laughs>
1: i feel like that would definitely be like the dungeon and dragon men that i right?
0: that'd be like the type <laughs> i would get with all the dungeon and dragoners that i guess yes
1: definitely <laughs> <laughs> All right, what year did the sitcom Growing Pains debut on television? A, 1988
0: or B, 1985? 88? Nope, 1985. Really? Because I remember I watched that show and I thought it was like, I, I wasn't born yet.
1: I've never seen it, but.
0: With anyway. Cameron?
1: I don't know who that is. See, you know more Where about who
0: Cameron is? No, who is that? it's fine it's it's not okay <laughs> he's like he's um he's really he's he was on growing pains for a long time and now he does a lot of like Christian acting
1: oh okay that's nice <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's Candace Cameron's brother yeah, You do really ma- know who she is from uh because she was on Full House
1: I didn't really watch Yay. Full House either no oh okay yeah <laughs> all right last but not least are you ready Yes. Which NBA team did Magic Johnson play for in the (laughs) 1980s? A, the LA Lakers or B, the Chicago Bulls? Who is the guy? (laughs) Magic Johnson.
0: Magic Johnson?
1: (laughs) It sounds like a name for a penis.
0: It really (laughs) does. It sounds like he's like, want to see my Magic Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Bulls?
1: Nope. A the LA Lakers. Uh, I didn't Good
0: know
1: guess. that. Good guess.
0: What's Magic Johnson's real name?
1: I think that's his name.
0: No. I they named it. him Magic Johnson.
1: Yes. I think it's a cool name. I think it's, it's cool. cool.
0: <laughs> it is cool, but it sounds fake.
1: It does. I mean, it might be it might not be real, but I think it's real.
0: That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking it up. By name of Irvin Johnson, I'd go with magic, too, if my name was Irvin. E-A-R-V-I-N. Oh, no. That's
1: his real name.
0: <laughs> he looks friendly, though. Oh,
1: Oh, he, he does. He looks like a nice man. <laughs> he looks really nice. He, he looks like someone you could trust with your drink. Like.
0: Mm, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. He's still, <laughs> he's, he's still a man. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You can trust him with your. You're too trusting now. That's why you need me with your
1: empty drink that you're done with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah. That's a wrap.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. If you haven't, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Boom Tequila Podcast. Give us a like, follow, share it with your friends. Good review, five stars. And we will see you next Monday.
0: (laughs) Oi. I don't know why I said it like that. Okay, bye. (laughs)
1: I want to feel the hate. <laughs> 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 yeah.